0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So last week, we talked about failure and how it's really not as bad as it seems. You know, I recently heard someone say that they had failed more than they had succeeded. And it's in those failures that they learn the most. So now that we know that failure isn't the enemy, I want to talk about another thing that gets a bad rap as well, and that is quitting. There is a perception that being a quitter is a bad thing. But in today's episode, we're going to talk about a few thoughts and behaviors that I absolutely encourage you to quit and leave behind. Yes, I'm encouraging you to be a quitter today. As we grow, we are going to learn and realize that not everything that we are doing is good for us or serving us well. And so I hope to inspire you to quit it. Yes, guys, you heard me right in the intro. I'm going to tell you why you should be a quitter today and even tell you a few things you should quit doing. In today's society, we have a tendency to say things like quitters never win and don't be a quitter, which implies that quitting is all negative. I even did an episode, episode 33 called Don't Quit. Now, believe me, there is a time and a place for the don't quit mentality. But through my years of living and through my work, I've learned that there are so many things that we are doing that we definitely need to quit. We cannot be too legit to quit. We got to quit it. So, y'all, we're not going to dilly dally. I'm going to jump right into my top five things that I want you to quit right now. Okay. Number one, quit. Doubting yourself. This is a negative thought process that many people deal with that is keeping them from trying new things, from moving forward and doing anything they desire to do. Self-doubt is a confidence issue. Self-doubt sounds like this saying, I don't think I can do that or I'm not good enough to achieve that or I'm not smart enough. Or maybe I'm not the right one for the job or the dreaded, I don't deserve to be here. Have you ever found yourself thinking or saying any of those things? If you have, you are not alone. For many of you who are doing very well, self-doubt comes in the form of the imposter syndrome. I talked about the imposter syndrome before in episode 18 of the podcast entitled Know Who You Are. Go check it out if you haven't already. But the imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. This self-doubt thing isn't just for young people. It isn't just for people that you may deem unsuccessful. If you recall in episode 18, I talked about the one and only Michelle Obama doing an interview talking about she felt like an imposter. So this just goes to show you that self-doubt can truly happen to anyone. But I want you to try your best to quit it. So, how do you do that, you may ask? Well, if you are having negative thoughts, you have to work on changing those thoughts. So, instead of saying, I don't think I can do this, change that thought to, I can do that if I put the work in. Instead of thinking, I'm not good enough to achieve that, say to yourself, I can do anything that I put my time and effort to. Instead of saying, I don't deserve to be here, Say and remind yourself, I have worked hard to be at this point and I deserve to be here. You must change the narrative. Replace self-doubt with self-confidence. Now, doing this takes practice. If necessary, write these truthful and positive thoughts down and say them to yourself every day or whenever you need to hear them. But no more doubting yourself, your decisions, and your capabilities. It is time to quit self-doubt. Number two is quit putting yourself last. Ladies, especially my mamas out there, we are notorious for doing this. Everything else in the world is more important than our needs. And I get it. Society has made many women believe that they have to be superwoman and save everyone and rescue everyone and wear this cape of excellence that requires them to be always on the lookout for other people's needs. But the problem comes when they can't take that cape off and save themselves. A while back, I created a quote that said, you are not required to be superwoman. Doing it all and being everything doesn't make you great. It makes you tired. And so many people resonated with it because this is what we do. Running ourselves into the ground is what we think we're supposed to do. But I need you to quit it because I tell mothers all the time, if you don't take care of yourself, no, you are no good to anyone else. Now that way of thinking sounds scary because for many people, it sounds selfish. The thought of doing something for yourself makes many people feel guilty because of this notion that if I'm taking care of me, then I must be neglecting everyone else. Not so. If you get on an airplane, the flight attendant is going to do a demonstration on what to do if the cabin loses pressure. He or she is going to say, you must first put on your air mask before you help anyone else put on theirs. Did you hear that? You have to help yourself first before you can help anyone else or both of you will suffer. Quit putting yourself last. And this tip isn't just for the moms out there. It is for anyone who is struggling with setting boundaries and saying no. If you struggle with this, then you are more than likely always putting yourself last because of the anxiety of telling others no. It's not healthy. Putting yourself first looks like taking time for yourself, being honest about how you feel and what you want. It's speaking up for yourself. It's getting rest when you need it. It's whatever you need to do that you're not doing because you're afraid to. (laughs) We have to quit this because if we don't, it will only lead to burnout and fatigue And we don't want to have to deal with that. So quit putting yourself last. Number three is a doozy and it is quit being afraid. Some of y'all don't know what it feels like to be free of fear. Every decision you make is driven by fear and you don't even know it. That was me for many years. I was raised by very loving, but very cautious parents. And it led me to being a worrywart and afraid. So when it was time for me to do something, everything that could go wrong would come to my mind first. That would fuel my choices. And it led to me living a limited life in an anxious life. If you really want to do all the things that are so crazy that you haven't even told anybody about it yet, You have to quit being best buds with fear. How do you know if you are best friends with fear? Well, if you begin most of your statements with what if, fear might be your bestie. If you think about things over and over and over before deciding what to do, fear might be your bestie. If you take the safe path and talk yourself out of doing something different, fear might be your bestie. And if you found yourself discouraging other people to do something different, then fear is probably your bestie. It is time to quit this friendship. There's a quote from the movie After Earth. It's with Will Smith and Jada Smith, and they're these aliens, and they're trying to escape. It's a really good movie. The critics didn't like it, but I thought it was good. Anywho, there is a quote in the movie where Will tells Jaden, who was afraid, he tells him this, fear is not real. It is a product of our imaginations. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts about the future, causing us to suffer things that do not at the present or may never exist. That is near insanity. Now, do not get me wrong. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. Mm, Play that back and let that sink in. (laughs) Fear is all in your mind. You have control over it. There are things that we do every day that we could fear, like driving in a car, but we choose not to be afraid of that. This is what you have to realize about life. If there is something that you want to do, remind yourself of what is real and run with that, not your imagination. So quit being afraid to try and fail. Quit being afraid to take a different path from everyone else. Quit being afraid to try something hard. Quit being afraid to be different from your family and friends. Quit being afraid to say no. Quit being afraid to say yes. Quit being afraid to ask for help. Quit being afraid to quit things that are unhealthy for you. Quit letting fear boss you around. Number four, who is quit comparing? I don't think there will ever be a time that I don't need to talk about comparison. (laughs) Comparison Kills is episode number seven. And we are now in episode 82 and we are still talking about comparison. I know this conversation is necessary because I continue to have clients where their self-doubt, their low self-esteem, their depression, and their anxiety stem from comparison. The problem is that we don't know how to see other people without comparing ourselves to them. We haven't figured out how to do that yet. When we see someone who is similar to us, it's like we must compare ourselves. And most of the time we find someone who is doing what we think is better than us. Listen, I have yet to find a time when comparison is helpful. Just quit it. Okay. Most of the time, when we think we are doing a good job comparing ourselves to someone else, we are missing so many important details that makes our comparison flawed. I've done it myself. I compare my podcast numbers to someone else. And when it's all over, I feel like quitting. Not in a good way. I feel like quitting this podcast. (laughs) But what I don't know is how long have they been working on this podcast? How much effort have they put into the marketing? How big was their audience before they even launched it? And so many other important factors, and I'll never know that. So instead of quitting your dream, how about stop comparing? If you don't know how to look at other people and be happy for them without comparing yourself, just stop looking, quit it. Or if you can look, try to constantly remind yourself of the truth, which is that you are on your own road, on your own path, doing your work. And that should be your focus. So please. Less quick comparing. Lastly is number five, and that is to quit playing games. Y'all, life is too short to be played around with, especially if you are not a child. Quit playing games and go for it. There are things that you should be doing that you are not. There are plans that you should be making that you are not. There are goals that you should be working towards that you've stopped for whatever reason. Quit it. Remember why you started and get back to it. If your why is the impact or your legacy or your kids or the money, whatever it is, focus on it and start working towards your goals and your dreams. Playtime is over. Stop playing with your physical health. Stop playing with your mental health. Stop playing in your relationships. Stop playing with your career goals. Stop playing with your financial goals. Quit playing with your dreams let's get serious. Quit the self-doubt. Quit putting yourself last. Quit being afraid. Please quit comparing and quit playing games. You only have one life. Let's spend it doing what we love with the people that we love and quit everything else that doesn't matter. So I hope that you feel inspired to remind yourself that you worked hard and you deserve to be here to set boundaries and to quit letting fear control your decisions and to get serious about what you want to do and be in life. You are capable of so much and destined for so much greatness. Quit playing games and start running towards your future. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.